Heaven high. Heaven high. The topic today is, is there a God? And you can <laughs> email your opinions to uh, podcast at rumdoings.com or you can join us on Twitter at rumdoings. We found out... Or call in live. We found out that some people still listen. Not as many as used to, of course, because we've deteriorated so badly. But enough people listen to fill the Albert Hall every week. That's true. And indeed do, weirdly, even though we're never there. Yes, we aren't there. But what happens is that people all congregate into the Albert Hall and then bring in a very small laptop and press play in the middle. (laughs) Or gather around it. Yes. No amplification. So it does cause an issue. But... They've solved the issue because they're clever. Because what happens is the person closest to the laptop talks and their words are direct mirrors of our words. And then somebody, 10 people away from them, relays those words on right to the back of the hall. Of course, by the time it's gotten to the back of Albert Hall, it's turned into Ching Chong Chinaman Whispers. And that's not offensive. That's the official term. That is the official term. By the time it's reached the back of the room, people think we're saying dreadful things like how we hate the blind and how yeah. Chinese are aliens. Yes, ex- exactly. I'm like talking about awful. pedos and cream teas and so on. Whereas, yeah. in fact, what we're doing is discussing the important uh, matters of the day. Exactly. Like, for instance, this front page headline from the Daily Telegraph, is Clegg's angry wife behind the battle? his battle with Renard? <laughs> it's such a fantastically misogynist headline. It doesn't have a name, but she's just angry wife. And and also the only possible explanation yes, right. for anybody being upset about sexual harassment is that her indoors is getting all obsessed about it. <laughs> and also, um, Nick Clegg doesn't seem to be particularly concerned or assertive about it at all. I mean, mm. he's not achieved anything. Uh, he's got a bunch of sexists and anti-Semites in his party, which she just leaves to carry on, really. Uh, he, he just says, as long as they say they're sorry, it's fine. Yeah, which is the mo- which is kind of more hateful than anything that Renard himself has said, bec- as if saying sorry is yeah. fine. Yes. Without There's proper been... understanding of the penance that should be behind a true apology. It's it's there's been a couple of examples of like and what Renard wrote his bizarre long statement in which he said that you know about how he's suffering from depression and is considering self harm. Well, that's all very sad, but doesn't seem relevant. I don't understand really how we've gotten to a stage now where the performative act of an apology is much more important than anything meaningful that might lie behind that apology. I think Uh, the reason for it is that the government is now a mum and we are now four-year-olds. And and that's led me, oddly, to respect Renard's position intellectually more than I respect Clegg's. Because if Renard truly doesn't believe he has anything for which he has to apologise, which I believe is the case, and it might be because Renard is a psychopath, I don't know, but I do believe that to be true, then to say sorry would be the utmost of Kant. Yes, of course. And what it also suggests is, once again, Clegg is clearly a high-functioning sociopath, although I'm beginning to question (laughs) high-functioning. A low-functioning sociopath. It is. Uh, Everything he's done over the last five years or so suggests to me that he is an actual sociopath. It seems fair. Uh, Not nearly as sociopathic as the Daily Mail, whose whose coverage of this subject today is 
why didn't those Lib Dem ladies just give the old goat a slap? Is that what, is that what it says? It says it's their banner. And the, I, I love the, the phrase Lib Dem ladies in particular. Indeed. This is the... This is the opinion of one Sarah Vine. Although, um, as hideously phrased as it is, there there is a point to be made there in that the problem here is not so much that he touched their knee, but they didn't just give him a slap or tell him that was unacceptable. The fact that they felt that they needed to accept it and bottle it up and yes. only then go crying to a higher patriarchal <coughs> authority is a problem because they are reacting in a very victim-led patriarchal way and what how they should have reacted were or felt empowered to react was immediately and without the need of daddy clegg to help them and it's sad that that's the only way they think they can get restitution i, I think that's unfortunate it it is it's it's only there was a similar story in uh, in the world of gaming a couple of days ago a um a games journalist contacted a developer over facebook and asked her whether she knew about another games company's product mm. and said that you know if you can tell me i'll kiss you on the vagina that's nice and, and she ignored this and then he replied and she's she's being very polite and friendly back to him and he because he becomes increasingly foul until he starts describing in great detail the cunnilingus he would perform well maybe he's mentally ill well, he his his reasoning he says is that he was he's very stressed. Uh, his brother committed suicide last year, and he was drunk. Okay, but again, it was that thing. It was an apology that was a list of personal tragedies rather than you know. And it's like as I said, I tweeted yesterday. It's no longer a tw- an apology if you fill it with pers- your personal tragedies. Well, why don't you say I want to explain how that came to be? Because otherwise, you'll think I'm going to be like this all the time. Well, yes, but he didn't. That's not. That's not the apology. The apology is, I am sorry that I did this. It was unacceptable, and I, you know. Okay, but if you also want to explain to somebody how this isn't usual and they shouldn't expect this from one usually, how does one do that without tainting the apology? I don't think you need to. No, but what if you want to? What if you want to actually say? And what's more, I want to make it very clear that um, my usual persona is not like this so if you ever contact me again you won't ex- you shouldn't expect the same sort of treatment and nor should other people i think two things one that's implicit in the apology if the apology if the apology is is meaningful that's 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 stated within it and secondly um that's a, you know that's not really relevant to the person you've offended and and well i don't know should somebody with tourette syndrome just keep apologizing then no that's obviously a very different situation but is it yes well, uh, why is it a different a person situation? With Tourette's, a person with Tourette's means no offence whatsoever. They haven't done anything. Well, maybe, to apologise. Well, for. are you saying that somebody who is chemically drunk and depressed means it? Then, um, I think they are choice. Being drunk is a choice of your is a choice. Yeah, but once you are, you are. This is true. And you're you are chemically altered such that you cannot make other rational choices properly. So you're not the same person who is compass mentis and able to control himself in the same way that you might say that Tourette syndrome is a kind of permanent drunkness in 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 a very limited sense. No, I wouldn't no, it's say not that. A, it's not that they, yes, it is. I mean, it's not that they've chosen to be, but a exactly. part of their but a part of their brain has 
has the in, inhibitions removed in the same way that certain drunk people's brains have their well, inhibitions removed? Again, this, and this, the only thing that you, the only, the only allowance that you're making for it is that one person apparently chose to be drunk and the other person didn't choose to have Tourette's. But otherwise... No, the, the, no, because I disagree on two counts. One, the, the choice thing is is exceptionally important. Someone chooses to get drunk. Secondly, being drunk doesn't excuse your behaviour. Does an alcoholic choose to be drunk? Uh, they. That's incredibly complicated, obviously. Yes, it is. But, but do they? To, but there is a difference between the process of being drunk and allowing yourself to get into a situation where you will mis- misbehave in this way is different from having Tourette's where you're not doing anything wrong. But you're, you're, you're the only that you are doing. You know, if it's if somebody with Tourette syndrome had said the exact same words to this woman, it wouldn't have been offensive. If someone with Tourette syndrome had said these exact same words to the woman, it would be offensive because that would not be a symptom of Tourette's. There are plenty of people with Tourette syndrome who say the most deeply, profoundly, ostensibly offensive, yes. sexually uh, lurid yes. things to yes. other people. So it would yes. be. But no, they don't type out care. It's not typed to start with. No, okay, they but let's type out and they don't type out meticulously carefully okay. detailed. Okay, but let's say that. Okay, but let's say that. Okay, let's say this wasn't typed. Let's say they were having a. <laughs> but sc- it was typed. Okay, but let's say they were having a Skype conversation. You would agree that he would have had to have apologised to her, even if this were over Skype. Yes, I think if so- <laughs> if someone with Tourette's. No, not with to- Tourette's. This man, if he hadn't typed it, if he'd had a Skype conversation with this woman, or he'd been on Mumble or whatever, and he'd said those words out loud, he would still have to apologise. This drunk man. I think he would still he would still be deserving of an apology. Yes. Whereas if he had had Tourette's, he wouldn't. If he had Tourette's, he wouldn't have said anything of the sort because that's not how Tourette's works. I've heard plenty of Tourette's people say Tourette's, the most Tourette's... unbelievable... Uh... Yes, yes, people with Tourette's will will bark. They will have tics in which they will say incredibly offensive sexual comments. They will not be paraphrased. Or racist. Tic- don't let out the racist. Don't, 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 don't leave out the racists here. Don't be rude. They they will not give out paragraph-long, meticulously detailed descriptions of what they plan to do. That's It's a tick. It is not a behavioural thing. I think that there are some people with Tourette's where it all does torrent out. I'm. There can be torrents of ticks, certainly, but not. It just. It's not the same thing. You are incorrect in this comparison. I don't think I am incorrect because we're talking well, about. We'll just have to okay, what if, what if? What if? What if this man had only said uh, said uh, the first thing? So we don't the only, first thing. The, the first thing that he said, I want to kiss you, whatever he said over there. Oh, if, if he had would said, that have been? Would that have been sufficient for requiring an apology? I, that depends on the person he, to whom he said it and their relationship. I might say something silly like that as a joke to Laura. I might even say it to a very close friend with whom I had a relationship where that was appropriate. Or your kitten, of course. Indeed, I'm always offering to kiss Lucy on the vagina. <laughs> yes. Um, she certainly seems to be offering it up all the time. <laughs> yes, they, they do that. That's the present part of my life. Yes. Maybe that's what she wants. Maybe she just wants a little kiss. A little on kiss. On the vagina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's probably it yes but no I, I think you know if they were friends where they make stupid sexual jokes to each other that's one thing doing yeah. it in public when you're a journalist talking to a developer is incredibly stupid doing it in public at all is incredibly stupid but you know this won't be on the panel what was interesting but if you had to rest it would be fine if you had to rest it would be it, it would be enjoyable yes meanwhile the front page of the daily mail today the headline love you mum i promise i won't die that's a rash promise to make. <laughs> no. Parting words of perfect son, 16, to anxious mother, hours before he took fatal ecstasy pill at party. 
He's such a damn liar. He deserves can, the title. I know. We can pick that one apart for the rest of time. <laughs> he's a perfect son. Perfect in every way. Apart from the bit where he's obviously regularly taking drugs. I wonder what he actually died of. Yeah, well, uh, like if it's the whole Leia Betts thing, she died of uh, being drowned by her parents. Yes. Well, that's not quite true. Let's let's not get ourselves sued into space. They no, she, she, to... no, no, that's right. She 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 was actually buggered to death by her parents, and the internal injuries is what killed her. Let's be <laughs> accurate. See, now she can't see you. Her parents can. Um, um, they can't because I've got the evidence. <laughs> in the police reports for the Leia Betts case, uh, she was encouraged to drink a great deal of water, and it was she drowned of of she overdosed on water. That's a bit stupid. Um, her parents apparently lied to the police about finding her dead and then admitted that they didn't. Her parents couldn't have saved her. They didn't kill their daughter. There's nothing as ridiculous as that. But they lied and they continue to lie. And they've now seem to have made a lifelong commitment to going around lying to uh, school children about the dangers of ecstasy that don't exist. Like Madeleine McCann's parents. Yes, they're always going around about the dangers of being murdered. Well, the, well, perhaps they should go around about the dangers of leaving your child about a mile and a half away from where you're having dinner uh, with your with only a, a three or four year old and a pair of baby twins in the room. Yes, well, absolutely. There's, I mean, that is the peculiar thing about that story. But it's okay. She was a GP, so she knew how to sedate them. <laughs> Gently now. Hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so the Leia Betts parents, they went through a horrible tragedy and unfortunately have come out the back of it just going around lying to children about things, about telling them lies about drugs. And as, I've, as a youth worker who has spoken to teenagers about drugs a number of times, I have always said that, and, and I've, this is confirmed by them, when someone lies to you about the effects of drugs, that is, there is nothing that better tells you, go ahead and take drugs. But I have to admit, in a certain puritanical sense, I do look down upon people who have a dependency on drugs. I mean, I, I, whether, that's a, whether that's a moral failing of mine or not, I just have to admit that that's my knee-jerk reaction. Of course, I would legalise all drugs because I'm not mad. But nevertheless, I'll still judge people who have a crutch on them. Like you know, I think I, I'm, I'm, more instinctive, I'm, more, I'm more instinctively driven to uh, judge people who are recreational users. No, that's what I mean. But recreational, but but it becomes a crutch for the recreation. If you see what I oh, mean. Oh yeah, yeah. You know they 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 can't they 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 can't have a good time with their friends without sharing a spliff, for example, because otherwise mm. they find their friends too boring. Well, that's sad. I agree. I, I might might have a knee jerk there too. I thought you were referring to addicts. Right? I know, but then I'm the same with 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 alcohol generally. If if you require alcohol in order to have a good night out with your friends, well, I'm sorry that your friends and you are so boring. <laughs> I think uh, I, I I have, you know, I stopped drinking for three years to prove to myself that you didn't need to have alcohol to go out and have a good time. Mm. And I did. I succeeded in proving that to myself. Um, and, uh, you know, and so it, it, that, that, that whole topic frustrates me deeply when people say, oh, I need to. But then, of course, it's also tied into issues of self-worth and self-confidence mm. and so on. And, and But my, of course, then my response to that is, uh, how about you stop? How about you treat the symptom? Yeah, well, quite. I, I, do, I know it's a cliche, but I think I'm finding myself increasingly intolerant to alcohol as I get older, and perhaps because I have less of it. Uh, it takes much less of it now for me to feel the initial buzz and then to feel the, the, the kind of slump afterwards than it used to. Um, I, 
I detest the feeling of being drunk. I absolutely hate it. And I haven't been drunk since 2000. I remember it was New Year's, New Year's Day 2000. Oh, no, I love the feeling of, of oh, being slightly oh, drunk. But, but I just don't like the come down. And the come down seems to just be getting more and more annoying. Uh, particularly the, the times when I get drunk now are often before or, or at the beginning of flights. But I don't do that so much because you that combined with jet lag afterwards is just hideous. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I I like you know obviously we're on a, a podcast called Rum Doings. We like rum. Yes, but I've never drunk it to the point where I'm inebriated. Um, I wonder what it would be like to drink rum to the point of being utterly utterly inebriated. It probably would be quite unpleasant. It would certainly be worth recording as one an episode of our podcast. Well, we should do that once. Probably um, should once. We were a bit stupid that we didn't take the opportunity while we were on the ship with all the free rum. We were a bit... And the fact that we were in an environment where, you know, we'd still be looked after, even if we did get terribly drunk. Unless we fell in the sea. Well, then we would sober up quite quickly. I don't want to get drunk. I hate it. I really hate it. It's horrible. It's awful. Does Laura like it? I don't. No, I don't know. You don't know your wife? No, well, she doesn't do it. So. What if she turns out to have been a robot? Well, we already decided that she is, so that's I not know. going to be too much of a revelation. No, but we also know that she's not only a robot, but she's a different robot that's manufactured in the lab every day. Every day, yes. Mm. With yeah. almost the same personality transferred across each time. Ah, uh, but are there sometimes blips? Like, is that yes, hold on, absolutely. that's not quite right. I want to find out if there's more information about this uh, kid who died of the ecstasy pill, because there is a chance of people that people can be allergic to ecstasy, but it's exceedingly rare. You're, you're 10 times more likely to be allergic to peanuts. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the reason not to take ecstasy, of course, and this is the thing, this is what I come back to. So again, when, when, when teenagers have said to me, well, you know, asked about stuff like this and this, and you say, well, you know, ecstasy didn't kill Leia Betts. Um, it was, she was a regular user and, um, and she certainly didn't have an allergic reaction. That's, that's just absolutely flat out not true. Yes. Um, however, however. long term users of ecstasy develop serious brain damage. It's a horrible, dangerous drug. It's mind altering and it is dangerous to your brain. And you should never take it because it's awful stuff. Well, remember, it, it was created as a medicine. Yes. And one of the sad things is a lot of these drugs, including heroin and ecstasy and so on, and indeed LSD, could have had some very interesting uses as um, psychiatric medicines, but immediately became taboo and all research was stopped. And that's sad because there could have actually been proper and interesting uses of them. Absolutely, but... Yeah, but... It's just really tough, isn't it? Because I have no idea. This this discussion would have gone down well on Mother's Milk Radio. Remember, we were broadcast in America on a local radio station. Are we not anymore? But uh, the, the gentleman who was running it has taken a break in producing that program. Oh, okay. And it seems to, the break seems to have gone on and on and on. Maybe he's died of an overdose. If you're still alive, do, do email in and let us know. He's probably just too rammed with ecstasies and heroines. And, and, the, and the alcohol. Let's not leave out the alcohol. Alcohol's a drug as well. No, it's not a drug. It's a drink. <laughs> You're quoting uh, that 14, 16-year-old TV programme. Don't say 16-year-old TV programme. was on a couple of years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> it might have been 17 years now. It was 97, wasn't it? Oh, dear. 17 years ago. Oh, dear. That's, that's, that's inappropriate. 
that was one cliche we were hoping wouldn't be true. You know, the old people said, oh, time just speeds up. But sadly, it, it it's horrible. It's just the worst thing in the world. I do a, um, a, th- a thing. Do you? Si- six times a year. Every two months, I do this thing where I, uh, where I do... A, a murder th- somebody, yeah. I murder an angry-looking man. Yes. Um, as it says, it's only every two months, and it comes around so often. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Something you did six times a year, that's something that was oh, so incredibly rare. Remember when we went on that boat trip six weeks or so ago? Yeah, it was about, I think it was about two months now, silly. Oh, yeah, silly. <laughs> oh, dear. You'll be dead I soon. hate you time. And apparently, according to people who are older than me, it just gets worse. Yeah, apparently you'll look back on now and think, my goodness, didn't time go slowly? Um, <laughs> in, in the future, apparently, uh, you'll think back to last, you know, from one Christmas to last, think, hold on, we, we had Christmas two days ago. <laughs> and they say it literally feels like that you just feel it was a few days and then it's back again oh dear it's, it's, is it something is it something to do with compa- uh, it's comparative so when you're seven it you is have... it's, yeah it's a com- combination of those things yes and you get more and more used to the feeling of a year and then a year compared to the rest of your life isn't that much and, yeah, and then it uh, but there are other things as well to do with our perceptions as right. we grow older and our acuity and so on. Horrible. Uh, my solution to this is that you must spend as much time as possible feeling very bored, doing right. very boring things, because that slows down time. It does, so, yeah. So it's like the moderator rods. So you people who keep seeking out thrilling and exciting things to do are effectively going to be dying sooner. Or they'll I'm going like to spend most of my time waiting for buses. If you spend most of your time waiting for buses, then you might even be able to slow down time to a stop. You might cease aging. Yes, exactly. Just wait for buses. What other boring things can we think about? Um, shoe shopping. Shoe shopping. Oh, no. Shoe shopping. <laughs> you might even you might even lady Re- shoe shopping. You might start going back in time. Even rewind time. You regress back into a baby. Yes. I tend there to no actually. I, I tend to do that when I go shoe shopping with ladies. I I get into a fetal position, rock on the floor, start crying, and wet myself. Yes, very much the same. I've been. I'm quite good at going shopping with the ladies. Oh, are you? Um, I don't enjoy it, but I'm quite good at doing it. Should the moment shoes are involved, I'm out. That's well, it. I just leave. I literally will leave the room, the building. I'll stand outside on the pavement. Well, remember the years. Remember the years where one had to go shopping, shoe shopping in particular, before you had a smartphone and the internet and Twitter and so forth. Um, you actually yes. had to just stand there and be sort of engaged with what was going on. Oh God, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Whereas oh, it, it was awful. What do you think about this shade of the same shade of blue? Yes. And can we get something more clumpy, please? Could you go Could you go and disappear into the back room for the next 12 million years while you look for its partner shoe, please? And we can just sit here and look at all the other ladies looking for shoes, because that's what I like to do. But again, it slows down time, so worth it does, doing. It does slow down time. Mm. My buying shoes is is like a um, an SAS operation. Right. No one even knows I was in the shop. I'm in, I've got the shoes, I'm out. Effectively, you have to steal them just to make it yes. easier. Because you, you can't. Process. You, yes. Do these fit? Yes, done. I only buy shoes from one place now, so that's easy enough. That's true. What about getting your hair cut? Oh, I think I would prefer to get a minor operation than get my hair cut. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm being that hyperbolic about it, actually. <laughs> oh, okay, no, I'll tell you, I'll, I, I'll be very honest. 
I much prefer. I I I give um I give blood once every uh, three months. Uh huh. I much prefer giving blood than I do getting my hair cut. And if I, I give, if I had to give choose, if I had to choose to give blood more frequently rather than getting a haircut, I would choose to give blood more frequently. I haven't given blood for a while because I'm not allowed with the SSRIs, but I completely agree. Giving blood is a normal, you know, you get to you get lie down and you get a biscuit and a couple packet of crisps at the end. And the nurses just leave you alone and don't ask you what you're doing for your holidays or discuss the immigrants with you. This is true. Because they are immigrants themselves and can't speak English, which is helpful. <laughs> I mean, Sorry my chair's so squeaky today, I can only uh, apologise. I mean, we've said this before, but somebody should offer a... Or there yeah. should be, as part of a barber or, or, or hairdresser service, there should be certain silent chairs where there will be no discussions beyond the functional. And we've, I've mentioned this before, but why hasn't anybody started the business yet? No, you just... All you do, like a hotel uh, do not disturb sign. You just, yes. you, and you don't say anything, you just politely hook it up next to the mirror. And yes. they know, oh, okay, don't disturb this one. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think, although sometimes if the person is quite a nice person and you can have a sensible conversation with them, that's not so bad. So maybe you should get to quiz them first. <laughs> Ask them what their opinions are on a very, on a very, a very we, serious yes. subject. Right, what do you think of Nigel Farage? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a, a use. How, how's Lucy, by the way? She's, she, ha- she had her baby parts removed Yeah, she had her insides ripped out So you can't have cute little kittens That's true, well she still is a cute little kitten So that will do mm. She is the result of a mother who uh, wasn't spayed Because she was an indoor cat and then escaped And then yes. came home a month later Sagging with many kittens Yes, that's usually the way it happens they get We raped. didn't want the same with Lucy So no, so she had, uh, last Thursday She had the, um, her ovaries and womb removed Do you get to keep them? Uh, sadly not that's ridiculous. Um, Where do they go? Much, it's a much. I, th- I think they go into the vet's pot for the end of week stew. Right. You're trying to outqueak me. Yes. Um, yeah. So, but back in the olden days when I used to do cat spays, which weirdly is a true statement, uh, mm-hmm. it was a far more major surgery. I, when I was a teenager, I did. I worked at a vet for a year, and I scrubbed up a few times to help with cat spays. Mm-hmm. And it was very invasive. It was going in through the belly and opening up. I and mean, it was like a big operation. Now it's a little keyhole thing. A little tiny half-inch mark on a side. And... Oh. Well, much, much yeah. Much simpler now. I, and was she very upset and uh, annoyed by it? So the the information we got given by the vets is that it said that... Uh, so obviously Lucy's had a very major surgery and um, she will need to be in, she'll be need to kept indoors for seven to ten days to recover. Uh, for the first evening when she's home, she'll be need to kept, be kept in a quiet, darkened room. Right. Uh, Lucy, the minute I got into the house, was sprinting up and down the stairs, smashing into things, running around like a lunatic. Of course. There was no, yes, the idea of putting her in a quiet, darkened room really wasn't a possibility. Oh, what if you just locked her in a quiet, darkened room? The room probably wouldn't have been quiet for very long. And it also wouldn't have been very dark for very long because she would have chewed through the walls and let the light in. Ripped everything out the windows. She is, oh yeah, so she was just, it was, it's extraordinary. The idea, like, um, you've had uh, your appendix out, haven't you? Yes. So you remember how you felt for the next week or two? And I remember one, the thing that I felt was, why do people trivialise having one of one's appendix out? This feels utterly, utterly ghastly. Yes. I could, I could barely walk for a few days. I remember yeah. needing to struggle. I lived on a very, very steep hill at the time. Um, yeah. One of those roads that cars, has trouble, cars have trouble getting up. 
I remember having to walk up that road to get to the doctor's surgery about a week after the... Oh, my goodness. But you remember, so much pain. Uh, a day or so afterwards, actually breathing was painful. Mm. I, I made my breaths more shallow. And as for going to the toilet to do anything more than little wee, oh, my oh, goodness. That anything was... requiring a squeeze. Oh, goodness. And just turning around in bed and sitting up or sitting down. Really, really, really painful. And... Again, people say, oh, I had my appendix whipped out. Well, no, it's it's mm-hmm. it's like being constantly kicked in the stomach afterwards as soon as you move. So that was something that would make me wonder why Lucy... Yes. I remember my appendix removal was more than yours because I had the big the big cut rather than the tiny little cuts. <laughs> yes. So well, Lucy, she, Lucy was more had, like yours. She had equivalent surgery and mm. within... You know, they they kept her in the... I think she had the surgery over lunchtime. I picked her up at four. So she was fully awake from the anaesthetic. Yes. But within a few hours of this similar surgery, she was sprinting up and down the stairs. So that means flexing every part of her body, bouncing, hitting off things. Mm. I just... How is... And the only pain meds she was on is a mild kitten ibuprofen. Right. She wasn't like she was doped up with morphine. Shows you cats are stronger than us. It's just, it's just frightening. It is. Yeah. When are you going to America? Uh, March, end of March. What for? Uh, um, thingy. Oh, right. Laura's coming this time. Nope. Oh, no, she's got science to do. She's very, very un- un- unpleasant to be around. Yeah. So I can't really see why I'd bring her with me. <laughs> exactly, you can't bring her with to the, to the States. Has she been to the States, actually? I don't think she has. We went on our honeymoon there. No, but not properly. <laughs> felt pretty proper when we got there. Yeah, but you, you know, you were you you you, you kept her in the little room. We went to Chicago and we fully explored the city. It was very exciting. Have you looked at those photos since of of all the frozen Chicago's? Uh, no. You still didn't look at the pictures of all the no, frozen. I still legs. didn't see. You're terrible. Dreadful person. Have you been? You've been enjoying the trademark antics lately, haven't you? Where the yes, where, oh, what where, a treat. Where the candy is now trademarked. It's, it's there's 30 days well there's fewer than that now there's uh there's 23 days left to to object to this before it becomes a fully legal trademark mm. but the company king uh owns the word candy in rela- and and that's in relation to all forms of gaming all electronic devices all forms of education through vid- through computers and all clothing Oh, right, yes. Despite the fact that they make video games. And despite the fact that in every single case, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of instances of the word candy being used have been used, yes, but never mind. Yeah, there was a match three game called Candies with a Z. I've got Um, some earphones called Candy something or other. Skull Skull Candy is one of the most famous headphone manufacturers in the world. Yeah. They've claimed that they have exclusive rights to use candy when it comes to headphones. Okay, well, they'll find out. Uh, <laughs> it's also interesting, I assume they've also trademarked the word king, surely. I haven't looked into whether they've got king, but they're trying to get Saga, and what emerged last night was that they are trying to kill off a game called the Banner Saga, which is based on Norse mythology when those Vikings would walk around with their banners in their sagas. They're also going to have to uh, fight all the old people who are part of Saga. Well, I'm so- that joke doesn't work because it's not to do with video games, sadly. Are you being ageist now and you think that old people don't play video games? I'm arguing that Saga, as yet, haven't made video games. I'm sure they have. They're, they're, they've made Zimmer Frame Challenge. <laughs> too yeah. many people on a bus, three. Yeah. Um, 
where's my memory part two and that kind of thing definitely i think i think you're being unfair there that's true it's a good point yeah so uh, i assume that um when when a company does this i always wonder what happens internally when it hits the fan and the publicity starts leaking um uh, they've just made a banal lying statement thus far but I wonder internally, is there somebody there who's thinking, oh, why on earth did we start this? How do we back out of this now? Or do you think inside there's a feeling of complete self-justification and that the whole world is being nasty to them? Uh, I think it is. I think it comes from uh, the bit because you can. I think you get to a certain. No, no, size no, no. no. I, I understand. I, I know exactly why they did it, and yes. they, 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 they felt chocks away. Let's do this. Let's protect us. Let's do it. It's, it's great. We are, we're powerful enough to do it, and and it's our intellectual property. And look how hard we've worked, and blah blah blah. That's fine. I understand why they undertook the action, and they must have felt very smug and self-justified in doing it. My point was when you noticed the blowback. Do you feel even more smug and self-justified or do you think there is a moment of internal questioning? Should we really have done that? Is this going to be worse for our reputation than if yeah. we just left I think things lie? Last year, or oh, maybe 2012, because time goes too quickly to tell. Mm. Um, probably Mojang, 2008. Probably. Mojang, the um, guys who make uh, Minecraft, they were making a game called Scrolls. Mm-hmm. And they received a cease and desist from, uh, from Bethesda. From Magnetic Scrolls, by who, yeah. who make um, the Elder Scrolls games, games like mm. Skyrim and that sort. Um, and that did so much damage to Bethesda's reputation. Right. That they, they very quickly arranged an agreement to allow uh, to allow Mojang to go ahead and use Scrolls. Because it was just, I mean, it just did such harm to their, to, the public was so horrified by this. But that's the point, and I made it earlier. The, often the companies will lie and say, oh, we'd love to be nice, but the law forces us to be nasty yeah. because if we don't protect our trademark by killing everybody who says the word, then we'll lose it, and then our children will be thrown into a mince machine. Whereas, in fact, all they need to do is assert their trademark and they can give a license to whoever they wish on, under whatever terms they wish if they wanted to, uh, thus keeping their trademark, keeping it understood as non-generic, but uh, not being complete tosspots. And that would be perfectly available to them. But it's a course that few take. I'm just going through some of the other trademarks that uh, King are attempting to register. Mm-hmm. They include Tasty with an exclamation mark. Mmm, Tasty. And they are attempting to claim this in... Uh, I can't read all of this because it would take an hour. But uh, bleaching preparations and other substances for laundry use... Cleaning, mm-hmm. polishing, scouring, and abrasive preparations, soaps, perfumery. Uh, they want to use it for almond oil. Taste, almond tasty soap. bleach. Common, yes. Common metals and their alloys. Uh-huh. Uh, precious metals. They want to use it for paper, cardboard goods made from these materials. Tasty bronze zinc alloy. Furniture, mirrors. Mm-hmm. Tasty <laughs> chair. They also want to claim it for actual food. <laughs> they want to claim the rights to say tasty. Food. This food is tasty. Ten thousand pounds, please. <laughs> They've also put intellectual property. You maybe have to say it like that. Sweet exclamation mark. Divine exclamation mark. Delicious exclamation. Mark. Delicious. They want to trademark delicious with an exclamation mark, mind. Yes, but one is often saying delicious exclamation mark because it's often an exclamation. That's right, and they want to make sure that nobody is saying delicious about the bed covers, bunting. <laughs> 
Christmas tree ornaments and decorations. I like those delicious baubles. These were all filed on the 9th of December 2013. So clearly, I mean, they're not they're not anywhere near being approved. But I feel like they I, will I feel be. another news story coming on. Yes, I think so. And they will be approved because the job of these offices is to approve the wants of their customers to gain the funding necessary to continue approving the wants of their customers. Divine exclamation mark. It, uh, also related to all, all worship. That's right. They want to claim Pepper Pan. They've cl- they've they've claimed Pepper Panic Saga as well. I'm afraid you're going to have to stop saying Pepper Panic Saga. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say it. Pepper Panic Saga. Oh look, a lawyer's just fallen on my head. Oh my goodness, they've claimed Candy Town. Oh well, there that you go. belongs to Hasbro. Oh, this gets better and better. Really? Are they going to Are they going to claim My Little Pony next? <laughs> I think they probably are. <laughs> oh, and they have got King. They've claimed King and their logo King. Right. What, uh, what, what, uh, under what context have they claimed King? Because there's a burger manufacturer that might want to have a word. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, they've lived, restricted this one somewhat, perhaps in response to that. Computer programs. Uh, this, okay, my favourite thing about the computer one is the list of how, of, uh, how far they tend to go. If I can get the full version of this. Um, oh, poo, it's not here. Hmm. <clears throat> Opu oh, is, is now trademarked as well, by the way, so be careful. <laughs> That's mine! Yes. Um, oh, they've really held back on, on, uh, on King. They've uh, only gone for computer programs, computer software, computer games, computer game software, computer game entertainment software, downloadable software, downloadable electronic games, video game software, interactive multimedia computer games programs, game software for use on mobile phones, tablets, and other electronic mobile devices, game software downloadable to mobile phones, tablets, and other electronic mobile devices, software to use on mobile... <laughs> then, <laughs> then, provision of access to internet chat rooms for forms of group communication... And so forth, and right. for online game sites. Ah, well, wasn't that a shame? So they've really held themselves back on that one. But they haven't. They haven't registered to burgers, for example. <laughs> I'm really disappointed they didn't go for food. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to find their registration for um for candy because here we go. Because mm-hmm. this is where it gets really very impressive. They applied for candy on apparatus for recording, transmission, or reproduction of sounds or images. Mm-hmm. Blank magnetic data carriers and recording discs. Only magnetic, though, so SSDs are fine. Blank magnetic discs, pre-recorded magnetic discs featuring computer games, compact discs, DVDs and video recorders featuring computer games, calculating machines. Calculating machines! <laughs> I love that word! This is like to stop Thomas Edison from using the word candy. Ready reckoners! Data processing equipment, namely couplers, computers, computer game software for video games and video discs and videotapes with recorded, animated something or other. These things cut off, unfortunately. You have to find Logarithmic books. Um, audiovisual teaching apparatus. So you're not allowed to put candy on a, on a slide, photograph, or projection apparatus anymore. Oh, dear. If you're a teacher. Okay. Camcorders, cameras, cassette players, compact disc players, compact discs featuring video and computer games, computer game programs, computer keyboards, memory uh-huh. hardware, operating systems... Ah, but they haven't stopped me from putting it on my Super 8 film, have they? Not yet. I haven't got that far. No. I haven't got to S. (laughs) Sound recording apparatus, sound reproduction apparatus, sound transmitting apparatus, spectacle cases, spectacle frames, (laughs) sunglasses. Spectacle cases. (laughs) 
I, I assume this is all because they're hoping for some sort of Angry Birds style yes, takeover of, of the universe. Yes. But they don't have a catchy character or a, you know, it doesn't work. It's not going to, and their games are totally unsuitable for children because they require constant spending. They do candy, the candy candy. <laughs> I really, really... I was, I was thinking about getting hold of Skull Candy and seeing what they think about all this. You probably should, shouldn't you? I really ought. Hmm. And this is approved for publication, this uh, this application, on the 15th of January. So there's the 30 days to appeal. Mm-hmm. And then they got it. Ludicrous. Why don't tasty. you stop them? It's tasty. Hang on, I haven't checked if they've got Ludicrous. <laughs> you be careful. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. Yeti Shop. You can't say Yeti Shop. Well, what, where, where are you supposed to buy your Yetis from, then? Exactly. It's you need to buy from your abominable snowman emporium. <laughs> Hoop-de-loop saga. They've got that. I'm so glad that they do have Hoop-de-loop saga. And is it... Is it why is their candy a saga? Uh, it seems that they call all their games something-something saga for a long while. But they're not Pet really rescue saga. But they're not really sagas, are they're they? not Germanic or um, Scandinavian tales. No, no. Oh, and what about when Papa Lazaro says this is just a saga now? Will he be prosecuted as well? Well, it depends if he's saying it in the video game of uh, the League of Gentlemen. <laughs> Why is it? I'd love to see the League of Gentlemen video game. I, I could only if it were a, uh, an eight-bit side-scrolling platformer. <laughs> yes. Oh, have you? Uh, did you watch the last episode of Sherlock then? Was yes. It was it all right? It was much better. The ending was ridiculous, but it was much better. Yes. You preferred it. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was. Ent- it was. It was. It was very slow and dull. The first half hour was. It was. It was glacial, but it had lots of stuff happening in it. It had a case going. It had. You know. It was. Yeah. It was interesting. I enjoyed the bonkers man's house. I thought it was a very interesting looking house. Apparently, it is a real house built by an architect, but they don't live in it anymore because it's too ostentatious. <laughs> right. Hmm. I thought, yes, I thought it was... Uh, Laura guessed the twist, I think, from the beginning, but... Right. Um, isn't she clever? Isn't she? She's a clever little one, isn't she? Oh, do, you, do you take her cheeks and go... <laughs> <laughs> Who's a clever little girl? Uh, there you go. How's Laura? Uh, tired. Well, really? Well, she's doing her um, exercises now. Are you doing yes. them as well? I'm due to start. I was I was supposed to do them a couple of days ago, but then. But, my, the, but, uh, but then the cat ate my my, my homework, and then um, uh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. My my no rather better excuse. My bottom rather argued that I shouldn't be jiggling up and down at that point. Oh dear! Is your bottom being naughty again? Very very naughty. It's not. It hasn't been for a couple of days. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Oh, we should talk about food before we finish. No, let's not. Because it's already 43 minutes. We can save that for the next run doings. We'll never remember. I, I will, I, I'm going to write it down with my quill pen. Okay. We need to discuss food on the rum doings broadcast. Talking of quill Hold pens. on, hold on, hold on. No, sorry, I, I apologise. I need to get my blotting paper out, otherwise it's <laughs> going to smudge all over the place. That's a good point. Right. Now I'm going to roll out... My scroll, and then mm-hmm. roll it into my scroll, and have you, Nick, have you hold on, candle? hold on. Have I'm you lit the bl- candle? I'm lighting, I've lit the candle. I've hold- let me get the wax out of the drawer. Mm-hmm. Melt. Oh, it's hot, isn't it? When it drips on your skin. There we go. Okay, it's on the scroll now. I need to get my my seal. Yes. And seal joke. What? There it is. There we go. I I have it. So we will remember now. 
I just want to I want to stop and just recognize for a moment your extraordinary piece of archer's acting when you said ooh it's hot when it drips on your finger I know that, that was, was amazing that was archer's worthy that was brilliant oh look at this piece of paper that I'm holding yes scroll scroll indeed I know scroll oh no oh. oh you're in big trouble with Bethesda Bethesda who are owned by a company called Zenimax which could not sound more like you know something that's going to unleash the virus that kills us all Zenimax. It just sounds like someone went, what would, what's the next Resident Evil game going to be, which company is it going to be about? Uh, Zenimax. It's ridiculous. Oh, everybody go and see Gravity in 3D on the biggest screen you can. I assume they've gone to do that now. Yeah. I can't hear them. Okay. You should probably stop, no one's listening. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right, bye.